0: Head over to Bombus.com slash adventure and use the code adventure for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash adventure. Use the code adventure at checkout. Trust me, your feel thank you.
1: Hey
0: everybody, welcome to Matt and Dory's Excellent Adventure, the number one podcast hosted by Matt and Dory. I'm Matt.
2: Uh, I'm Dory.
0: There you go. We're number two mm-hmm. to a uh, podcast hosted by just Dory. And uh, we're number three to podcast hosted by me, probably.
2: Mm, wow. Why are you so down on us? What?
0: Why are you so down on well, us? Look, I just like to drill down into our metrics. Okay. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Welcome back. Thanks for joining us yet again. Yet this, again. Uh, on this excellent adventure that, that keeps happening. We appreciate you. Uh yeah week uh, I was home most of the week with Henry had some Henry time feel like uh, you know we got some QT in yeah you did he's into me today he is he is into next you. week he'll forget because I'll be gone again
2: he won't forget
0: that's the way baby's brains work
2: oh he's always like oh dada <laughs> let me eat your nose he does not
0: speak um he
2: says da 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 da
0: yeah he just happens to land the D as a syllable. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, what's happening here? Henry had a checkup, a six-month checkup. He's six months old, everybody. Can you believe it? He's half a year.
2: That is wild.
0: It's insane. He's a little uh, baby that is getting bigger and baby, a bit more baby-like, less baby-like. I don't know. He's a baby.
2: He's just a, like a great little dude. Yeah. He wakes up with a smile on his face every morning.
0: He does, yeah. I think all babies wake up. Smiling when they recognize a human.
2: Do they? Yeah,
0: because they're like, I'm alone. I'll never see another. Oh, hello.
2: <laughs> it's just nice to, you know, walk into his room and he's just like, oh, he's so happy to see me. Yeah. You know, unlike my husband.
0: Whoa. What? <laughs> it's out of control. Here we are team working, trying to get your intentions done. Mm. And you're now saying that to me. How dare you! Well, all right. That's fair. <laughs> what is happening?
2: Henry's just always happy to see me.
0: Yeah, I'm happy to see you all the time. Okay. What? All right. Look, I see you all the time, more than Henry.
2: Uh-huh.
0: I'm always happy about it.
2: Okay. Um,
0: I always go, how was your day? We talk, you know, do a little bit of that. Uh-huh. Sometimes I'm like, don't ask me about my day. Uh-huh. That was your day. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um,
2: anyway, Henry had his six-month appointment. He's doing great, everyone. He he grew an inch. He gained two pounds. His head got bigger.
0: Yeah, but he's losing percentile on the head.
2: Yeah, he lost a little percentile on the head. Oof. He lost some percentile in height, too.
0: Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Regular head, regular height baby.
2: But, you know, I I feel like all those things, it's like a quarter inch, you know, it could could tip you either way. And it's like, how accurate are these measurements? Uh,
0: well, I watched the way they do them and the answer is not very. Right. So yeah.
2: I'm like, all right, whatever. Um, but no, he's a healthy baby. The doctor was very pleased with the number of foods we've introduced him to. Yeah. Um, seems to be hitting all, all his various milestones. Not that, you know, not that we should be concerned with milestones.
0: Uh, He's eating Bamba now.
2: He is eating Bamba now.
0: Because dad was home feeding him and he was like, mm, I bet he'd like this. And I was feeling his teeth munching and I was like, <laughs> I think he can get through a Bamba. And he can. No problem. Yeah. Crunch away.
2: Crunch, crunch, crunch. He doesn't have teeth though. Nope. Just just,
0: just very hard little, gums. Little baby gums. Um, he
2: started really like chomping on my nipple. Yeah. It does not feel good.
0: Well, I mean, I never assumed it would feel good any, at any stage, someone latching on there.
2: It feels, it ranges from super painful to like, okay.
0: Yeah. None of it's great.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um, yes, I'm still breastfeeding once a day. I cut out a pump. I, su- I think I successfully cut out a pump, Mm-hmm. which feels good. To um, me, it
0: feels like you're always pumping.
2: Well, I cut one out.
0: Yeah. No, I mean, it just goes to show how much you have been pumping.
2: Yeah. So I'm going to gradually cut down on the pumping and I hope by like next month I'll be able to just stop altogether. Maybe, maybe, maybe keep the morning nursing for a little while longer and then just like phase that out.
0: Well, that'll be good cuz it'll probably coincide with his teeth getting real chompy. Yeah, and he'll be
2: like, "Hmm, let me bite down on this." Yeah. he, he also clawed at my nipple the other day and drew blood.
0: Well, he's he's he claws at my face constantly. Like I, I half the time I think I'm going to have like look like I just entered a tiger cage.
2: Well, I yeah, I like look at my face and I have like little cuts everywhere. I'm like, "Oh, those are from Henry."
0: Little razor nails.
2: Yep. And it's like I cut them, I file them, they they, they just they're sharp as hell.
0: So we should just put on some, get some tiny baby silk gloves.
2: <laughs> I also went, I got him the other morning from his crib and his ear was bleeding. Not like from the inner ear, but he, you know, he pulls at his ears when he's tired mm-hmm. and he had had like a little, little scrape in there. And I guess it. he opened it from his talons and he had bled. Yeah. And I had to do some first aid. Um, cleaned it with an alcohol swab. Mm-hmm. Put some uh, antibiotic ointment on it.
0: Uh, what else happened this week? We went house hunting.
2: Mac got depressed.
0: I always get depressed when we go house hunting. <laughs> it's just the nature of living in Los Angeles, and the nature of like, wow, over a million dollars for what hundred square feet? That's right, what hundred? Not like you know. How many thousand square feet? No, no. I'm always saying 1,600. That That's slightly bigger than the place we're renting for much less than this place would cost. And then I get depressed. But, you know, we start deep in the valley, make our way closer towards the hill, never getting over the hill because there's a barrier to entry that somehow <laughs> is impossible. Ugh. Also, it was about 95 degrees. It was very warm. Every we were, day this week.
2: You're we deep in the valley.
0: Every day this week, it was 90-something. Today, we, it finally cooled up.
2: Fortunately, we did not go on the day that there was a wildfire.
0: Yeah. In the valley. Well, I mean, that seems to be most days lately. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, we just, I just, what did we get done? Did I get anything done this week? I don't know. Sold some guitars, traded some stuff in.
2: We cleared out some piles.
0: We are in the process of clearing out the uh, piles in the living room. Piles of what I would describe as uh, forgotten junk. Yeah. Uh, It's really out of control. Like how much stuff we just have piled up. So as I got depressed searching for a home, I was like, we might as well make this one very livable best we can. Which is a an old adage, you know. We've been trying to make this house livable forever, mm-hmm. and um,
2: we've made it more livable.
0: Yes, but I I just want to take a more minimalistic approach to things.
2: Wait a second. Yes. Who are you? I'm. And at, what have you done with my husband? Your husband is still here. He's <laughs> my me. husband, the maximalist collector.
0: Well, I collect things. That's true. That uh-huh. is not. That is not incorrect. You're right about that. But, like, besides the things that I collect, I don't really care about things.
2: It's weird to hear you say that. Because well, it's just
0: like we have, it's just like, you know. Every day.
2: Yes, dear. Something comes to the house that you have ordered. Well, Sometimes it's a poster. Sometimes it's a sticker for a guitar. I haven't, I haven't ordered a poster. Sometimes in how long? it's.
0: She calls it a sticker, guys. These are water slide decals. I don't know what is going on sometimes
2: with her. it's some um, guitar part sometimes it's a lot of times it's
0: clothing
2: sometimes it's sneakers sometimes <laughs> it's electrical equipment
0: electrical equipment what does that mean
2: I don't know it can be anything like a cord like a phone like a camera lens like a hat that's not electrical equipment but I just was reminded of a hat Like, you know, it's just, I, I, I would love for us to be more minimalist, but, but I think it, it would help if you could curb your impulses to buy things on the internet.
0: Ditto. I mean, you know, we have boxes next to the, next to the uh, door that are from things of delivery. Yep. One of them is. I can go literally right now. We can have a box off and see who has more boxes.
2: Okay. One of mine is Henry's formula. Yeah. Another one of mine is stuff to fix the washing machine. One of
0: mine is beach towels for Henry's eating.
2: Mm Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, I'm just saying like we have stuff. Yeah. Okay. So you're going to, you're going to get, you're going to fix the washing machine?
2: No, you said you would do it.
0: Oh, I have to do it?
2: Yeah. You're the one who watches YouTube to figure out how to fix things.
0: Well, that's the only way to find out how to fix things anymore. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh... Yeah. So look, I collect things. Dory is correct about that. I collect guitars. I collect uh, attitude problems. I collect uh, all sorts of different things. Um, but that doesn't mean that I want to be sitting around disorganized piles of things.
2: No, I don't either.
0: So from I've just. So- past I feel like of I've sort of like thrown really, up my hands. Okay, I know. So I'm dealing with it. Uh, past couple of days, I've been like. A little more annoyed by all the stuff that we have just sitting around. So I wanted to go through it. I wanted to do it all weekend. We finally dug into it today a little bit. I hope to get it done today. Oi. Oi. Yeah. To borrow a phrase from Roberta Steinberg. Oi, oi.
2: Oi, oi, (laughs) oi. Three ois.
0: Yeah. And then we get Thanksgiving is approaching now. We're almost to Halloween, everybody, but... I'm looking towards that. I think my parents are going to come in the week before Thanksgiving, and then uh, your parents and family will be in the week of Thanksgiving. And, uh, you know, just be, it'd be nice to get everything sort of, uh, minimalized. Yeah. By then. I agree. So we'll see if we can do it. I mean, it's not, it doesn't hurt to try everybody. I just don't need to be insulted every time I try. What? I think everybody heard the beginning of this podcast.
2: I'm insulted every time you try. No, you, insult I insult me. you.
0: Yeah, because you blame me for all the stuff. You tell me I I I, I, I don't sound like myself when I want to clean. <laughs> you tell me that uh, you think your husband's been replaced because I want to get rid of. No,
2: piles no, of no, things. no, 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 no. Oh,
0: no. interesting. You
2: didn't. No, let's I, play
0: it back, shall we?
2: You said minimalist, which does not sound like you. There's a difference between cleaning and being a minimalist.
0: Well, I would love... Here's the thing. I'm more apt to like just throw things out. That Dory is like, we should keep the food, maybe give it to a blah, blah. And I'm like, look, I just don't see us getting around to this one piece of an infant car seat insert that... You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So we keep things like that. Then I'm just like, this is a piece of a thing. It's not even a whole thing. I just feel like and she's like, like maybe we'll give away the car seat. When? Henry needs a car seat till I don't know when. Yeah. So it just uh, it's a lot of uh, a lot of that. I feel like you are more of a hoarder than I am. Cuz you hoard things and I don't mind throwing things out. I don't mind saying au revoir thing.
2: But you on on balance you have more things than I do.
0: This is true. I won't deny that I have more things than you do. I, uh, you know, Beau's kind of like me. He collects toys.
2: He doesn't use them.
0: He's expanded to a second bin of toys now.
2: (laughs) He, he hardly uses toys.
0: I know, but he does, he does go in there and get stuff out sometimes. He kind
2: of like shoves his snout in. Yeah.
0: decides what he's going to grab and then he pulls something. Yeah. Um, you know, but there's just uh, there's a lot of if like if you just turned a blind eye to what I was going to throw out and didn't question me on it, I, th- I think you'd notice a lot more stuff gone. Hi. What? What is she doing? She's <laughs> like she's like sizing me up right it's just now. Just like challenge accepted. <laughs> I don't know. You don't know.
2: It's like you 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 have this window.
0: Yes. and if
2: i don't jump on the window then the window is gone forever and Eh, not forever and if i around again if if its when i when i want to do stuff like this you're never in the mood i have to always wait for you to be in the mood and then it's just assumed that i will do what you want to do
0: well i appreciate you helping today and i and i you were very helpful today and you don't you can you can you can lay off you don't have to continue i will continue what are you looking at okay. me like that for? What is wrong with you? <laughs> because I feel like then... Why are you looking at then, me like this?
2: then that becomes a thing that you're like, well, I did all the cleaning and now you get to like...
0: Well, look, I'm not the one who has a podcast that states their intentions all the time and has a long time ago said she wanted to get rid of these piles.
2: I did. But and, I felt like I didn't have buy-in from you. And now I finally have buy-in from you. And? And it's great.
0: Then what's the problem?
2: But it's like... I had to wait around and wait for you to be like,
0: you could have gotten started. I just I wanted to include you because I didn't want to throw out something that you would have wanted. That's why I wanted to include you in this. So if you're like saying, "Go for it, I'm gonna go for it." what is happening? She's, she just looks at me She's,
2: I don't know I'm just I, you know what I'm tired:
0: You're skeptical you're a, you're a skeptic I'm not a, well, you're a you're a Matt Myra cleaning skeptic. Although I, you know, the bulk of our major like we gotta clean, I spearhead and do those.
2: Yeah, because you are someone who you don't like to do things gradually. Correct. You like to do one huge thing, whether it's cleaning or you know anything. Whereas I like to just, I would prefer to you chip away. I would like to chip chip away
0: because the influx is more than the outpour. Mm Hmm. So, so we there need is to, no chipping.
2: So we need to reduce the influx. That's
0: exactly right. Okay, so do.
2: are you going to not buy any more sneakers?
0: What are you talking about? I one pair of sneakers came. It was a pair of sneakers for a Halloween costume.
2: Okay. I'm talking I'm just talking generally about the influx. Okay. I will pledge to reduce my influx if you pledge to reduce your influx. I will
0: happily pledge to reduce my influx. Okay. Great. I don't have an influx.
2: Okay. I think you just
0: notice it more when I'm home. That must be it. Because I have time to influx things. Mm. Otherwise, I don't do anything. Yeah. I'm just gone.
2: Yeah, you are just gone.
0: Um, well, I think we've explored a lot. And, yeah, we have. Uh, I appreciate everybody listening. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> are you a collector? Do you clean? <laughs> Let us know in the comments. Uh, um, yeah, look, otherwise, I just don't want, you know, I don't want, I just, I always remember growing up with like piles of
2: stuff. Yes. I found it very oppressive.
0: You also did? Yes. Really? Yes. I just, yeah, we just had, like, you know, and I see sometimes our magazine piles, like, get like my, the piles in our house used to with mail and stuff like that. And I'm just like, it gives me agita.
2: Yeah, it's hard to like think clearly in a messy house.
0: Exactly, which is why I'd like to make our living room a place of zen beauty.
2: Well, it's tough because... We have a baby. Yeah, and when... So an organizer offered to give me a free consultation, so I took her up on it. She's a fan of Forever 35. Uh She came over and she was like, this room is tough because it's your living room, your dining room, your family room, your playroom. Like it has a lot of functions. Yeah. And it's, it's like not a huge space.
0: Well, I can tell you a couple things. First of all, if I could do the baby jail over again, I would. I would get something that was easier to put up and take down.
2: Why don't we get a different baby jail?
0: Because this one is up. <laughs> okay. You know what I mean? Because like we can never take it down. It just is. I mean, I can take it down by myself. And then if, it's da- if I take it down, you're, it'll just never go back up. Right. Because I'm the only one who'll do it.
2: It's heavy and cumbersome.
0: Yes. Yet I can do it by myself. Whatever. You're strong. The point is You're
2: strong like bull. Yeah.
0: Uh-huh. Um so with the baby jail where it is, there is like the coffee table has to slide over to the side, otherwise right. Bo cannot get by to go to his bed.
2: Yep. And so it's Bo sort of, gets sad.
0: You know, at some point Dory added two full panels to this thing to make it even bigger.
2: Yeah, because I had to block off the T V stand because he was able to get to it.
0: Uh-huh. Oh, Oh! right, 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 right. I forgot that it didn't have a back. It didn't it. have
2: a back. I, I wasn't like, oh, I need to make this bigger. I was like, I need to make sure that Henry doesn't injure himself.
0: Yeah. Uh, look, I mean, it's just, these are the struggles. I think anyone listening to us the, living in an apartment in New York is laughing at us. Probably. So I apologize to those people. And everybody who lives in 4,500 square feet in Montana is like, what's their problem? just build a real baby jail um so look there's a lot to think about i, I it just sometimes it does sometimes the clutter gets to me and it got to me over the course of this week it just really got to me i don't know why even
2: because you were home all week
0: yeah yeah and we went and looked at houses and when you go and looked at a staged house and then you come home to your house it's just like No, that's true what the fuck the
2: thing that depressed me about looking at houses is like we're looking at houses our house is 1200 square feet we're looking so some of the houses we were looking at were like double the size of our house yeah and yet we're looking at these and we're like "Mm, not big enough not enough room for our stuff and i'm like in my mind i'm like god do we have that much stuff that like a house that is double the size of ours is not big enough we
0: don't if there's one eight by twelve shed that's Mm. all because the, like, the reality of it is, like, they're, all that that stuff doesn't f- go in a house. Mm-hmm. Like, the the, the the tools, the bicycles, the, you That's know. Is
2: not what a garage is for?
0: It, it, p- people use garages like that, but then the garages we saw, it's like, well, then two cars aren't going to fit in here. Right. And, like, you want your garage to be for your cars. Do you? That's what I would assume. That's what a garage is okay,
2: for. sure.
0: I don't... Because I could just imagine, you know, sometimes we're walking down the street there and you see some of those garages open. Yeah. And it's just packed to the brim with stuff. Right. And I don't want that.
2: Yeah, that's fair. I hear that.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, Matt and Dory. Stuff havers. All right. We'll be right back after a short Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, I'm going to ask you a question. How's your sock drawer looking? Is it scary? Maybe it's time for a spring cleaning and refresh. Bombus just dropped a bunch of absurdly soft new socks, tees, and underwear to help you get that drawer in a better place while doing a little bit of good. Look, when I open up my They'll do whatever they can to replace it and make it right. Thomas has a spring collection out right now. That means new colors and new fun. That's right. They have garden party socks. that bring the party to your feet. They got stripes. They got florals. They've got vintagey colored rib socks. You know those like, you know, stripes on the top. of It's like, oh, hey, look at me. I'm a vintage uh, soccer player or track person. They've got those too. And they even have a new pointelle sock with a frilly cuff. Okay, we're back. If you want to email us, you can do so at, or at gmail.com or com. If you would also uh, feel so inclined as to leave us a voicemail, you can do that. Our phone number is 413-461-BABY. Uh, and uh, it's pretty much the business on that end. Dory Shafrier.
2: Well, wait, you can also join our Facebook group. Our
0: Facebook Where group. Where there's always
2: a lot of action.
0: Is facebook.com... Slash, slash groups, groups slash excellent adventure Star Trek TNC um, just mm-hmm. just excellent adventure. Yeah. Uh, okay, so, uh, we have to do email. We have people. People are reaching out. <laughs> forgot what's happening. What is what happening? Is happening? <laughs> okay, so <laughs> we have to talk about this uh, episode of Star Trek right now. Let's see what it is. Uh, uh... Um, um, I can't I just want to zoom in I just want to zoom okay, in okay I'm going to
2: read this email it's from Caroline she wrote in last week about um, trying for a second kid yes and she says one other thing I forgot to mention with regards to wanting to try for a second kid is having to face the possibility of more heartbreaking attempts at conceiving I was never sure I had the strength to make the decision to try for a second kid and then have my heart busted into a million pieces again if it didn't work out I suppose you could argue that is not a reason not to try, but I always felt like I was trying to protect my heart in this process too. Reframing my own ideas about one versus two kids also helped us be the ones to say, okay, we're done. Having the ability to make the decision felt good, especially after going through a process that does nothing but take control away from you. Interesting point.
0: Well, you know, it's sort of, I like that train of thought. It's a very logical train of thought. Yeah. And it appeals to me in that way. Yeah. Um, I think I don't, I don't i don't think i come across as a logical person when people listen to podcasts with me where i'm talking about weird bullshit um but like this is all you know i don't know if you remember when we were dory's birth plan and i was saying the only way to avoid the thing that you didn't want to happen was to schedule a c-section
2: to this day, he still doesn't understand I still why I why I didn't why I didn't want to do that. And well, I think about me it, fucking I, crazy. No, I
0: only think about it from the point of view of how much of a struggle it was for you and how uh, you know, in shock you were and like the, the the shaking. I'll never not see that.
2: I probably would have and been shaking your, with a and all c You would have gone
0: under. And all your.
2: Uh, you don't go under,
0: don't you? No. Oof. I don't know. Saw all your organs out. That was cool. But no, I do think I. I, it's not, I don't think about this. What? 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 The? What is the fucking difference to me whether it's scheduled or not? It's. I was only thinking about you.
2: I know, but the you, way, you, you, but you, you just you, you keep you say saying it, and it drives it. me crazy. You know, it drives me crazy.
0: I was only saying it in the sense that it this brought that to my brain. It wasn't like a me saying I'm going to bring up this thing again.
2: But it's like you frame it as like, I was just thinking. No, like-
0: no, I frame it I frame it as, I also think it'd be great to not plan to have another child because we would not have to go through the bullshit. That's what I'm saying right now. Okay. So this is what brought, this, this logical thought process mm-hmm. brought that out of my brain. Got it. And I apologize to all listening if I accidentally brought up the other large planning thing we had to deal with uh, six months ago.
2: Okay, I'm going to play a voicemail.
1: Hi, Matt, Dory, and Henry. I had to pause the podcast and address the anonymous caller who had a question regarding using birth control or having a vasectomy after undergoing infertility treatments. I am calling to advise your listeners to not rely on their infertility as birth control, regardless of their diagnosis if they feel that their family is complete. When I was 25, I was diagnosed with premature ovarian failure and told that using donor eggs was our only option to have a baby. We did a transfer with an anonymous egg donor and it didn't work. We did another one and it didn't work. Finally, we did a third transfer and we welcomed twins. Then a few years later, using the same anonymous egg donor, we did IVF again and were able to have a third child. We felt that our family was complete, and we were thrilled. I never went back on birth control because I hadn't been using birth control for 10 years, and I was told that donor egg was our only option. But surprise, less than seven months after our third donor egg baby was born, I became spontaneously pregnant with baby number four. After the shock wore off and we talked to my RE, they told us that there was a 1% chance of this happening. So now we have four kids age 5 and under. We are thrilled our baby number 4 is a joy, but we are so busy and so exhausted. So I wanted to share a story to let everybody know that regardless of the severity of your infertility diagnosis, if you feel your family is 100% complete, You should consider using a birth control. Now we are not leaving it up to chance again. I got an IUD, and my husband got a vasectomy. (laughs) So that's my advice from Kimberly in Iowa. We are two adults, four kids, zero pets, and five thousand square feet. There it is. We're lucky. Everything's cheaper in Iowa. There it is. Five
0: thousand square feet of fun right there. How many guitars I could put in that room? Oh boy! Yeah, piles everywhere. Five thousand square feet of piles.
2: So many square feet. Yes,
0: uh, I bet even with the vasectomy, it's it's, the IEA, it's probably like a there's probably like a tiny, tiny, infinitesimal percentage chance.
2: Yeah, I mean, there's always a chance. Whew! Well, thank you for sharing that. Um, here's another perspective from anonymous. Quick response to the woman who called in about mourning potential future children. I feel this hard. I have an awesome two-year-old son and was so looking forward to another, but my husband and I are divorcing instead, right at the time when we believed we would be trying for number two. I'm in my late thirties and didn't have the easiest time getting pregnant three years ago now, so I'm pretty sure that more are not in the future and I can't afford another through adoption or sperm donor as a single mom. I'm definitely mourning that never conceived second child as much or more so than I'm mourning my marriage. Thank goodness for therapy, though. I know ultimately it will be okay. Anyway, the struggle is real, no matter the circumstances. P.S. Shout out to well-meaning strangers who will say things along the lines of, "Oh, looks like your son is ready for a sibling."
0: Ugh, gross. <laughs> who does that?
2: P.P.S. One toddler and one adult in nine hundred square foot one bedroom in Seattle. I mean
0: that 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 that. Uh, it's, it's quite a. I mean. In a way, though. Good that you don't have to have a second.
2: Yeah, I mean, if you're going to get divorced.
0: Sure. Struggle enough to be a... I don't know. But it looks like your baby needs a sibling. What? (laughs) No! (laughs) Why did I say that? That was terrible. Wow, that was mean. Yeah, no, that was a joke. Anonymous and I, we understand each other. Speaking of anonymous, the United Kingdom is writing in, Hello, Blade Clare, congratulations. I almost could read. Wow. <laughs> congratulations. Henry, that's my worst, It's the worst what British is accent. Happening? It's, not, it's my. That's my attempt at a... <laughs> congratulations. Henry is adorable and hope you'll be having as much fun uh, with weaning as we are. Their girl is now six and a half months old uh, and they have a messy but fun time. Although we have... A happy and healthy girl, and I love being a mom. I still get flashbacks to the birth and wonder what I should be doing about it. Cut a long story short, the birth was long and complicated. For the seven days and nights since admission, I didn't sleep. We were busy in, in busy mixed wards, uh, parental and postnatal, and impossible to sleep. One night we had a side room. Was when she cluster fed and was under the light, so again no sleep last night, I had hallucinations and delusional thoughts. Basically, everyone was talking about me, baby was being taken away, and I was being arrested. Terrifying because I had no insight into how bizarre these thoughts were, and I couldn't tell anyone, even my husband, who I believed to be part of the conspiracy. I saw them altering charts and turning lights off on therapy machines to keep us in. Everything got better the day after discharge, but none of the medical and nursing staff picked up on my odd behavior or fed back to a community team that I'd Express these thoughts before discharge, which I find so worrying because it could have developed into a full psychosis. I think I have PTSD and PND. I have not had a debrief or a talk through the events, as I'm told it can make things worse, justifying rather than listening and explaining. Uh, I think this is impacting my current health, and I'm about to reach out for help with PND. It's taken a while for me to accept that I'm not right. So, sending out the PND and birth trauma signal if possible what have your listeners done and what have they found to help that is that is a signal we're putting out the PND signal mm-hmm. thank you so much for your continued podcasting I found it very supportive since day one of listening um, yeah you know I also just talked you know going back to earlier when I brought up our birth situation I also was just talking about it the other day with not you
2: I think you have PTSD from that. I think that. I
0: do. I did not like seeing you like that.
2: Yeah. I think, I think you should talk about that in therapy.
0: I do. I have. And I will. I love you, honey. I love you, too. That's why I don't want you shaking on a table anymore. No more babies. How about more puppies? <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is from Ari. Uh, I wonder if it's from, is it from my script supervisor? Ari? No. Ari Helpern? Nope. Greatest script supervisor in the biz. Ari. He's not listening. No one he knows <laughs> listens. Oh, uh, I hope someone does and tells him. I enjoy Ari quite a bit. Uh, dearest Henry, bow Dorian, Matt, please feel free to edit or condense. Ha ha. No. <laughs> 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 Want to share a quick tip on baby skin eczema? Uh, Before I did, I thought I'd double-check the scientific journals to see what improvements have been made since I was looking into the topic five years ago for a family I nannied for. Goodness gracious, there have been so many new studies, and somehow, not much better conclusions. The original study I recall tested for effectiveness and cost-effectiveness of skin emollients, that's uh, lotions and oils, and concluded that Vaseline was the best overall due to the price and that sunflower oil was second. I googled these keywords and found a ton of news media reporting that applying oil to a baby's skin in infancy negatively affected the development of proper skin barrier.
2: <gasps> keep reading.
0: That's what I said, and I sound like a lunatic now. Well, keep reading. <laughs> uh, I thought this was crazy. So I said, toughen the skin up. Anyway, uh, I thought this was crazy since the opposite of the previous study reported well after falling into this rabbit hole for almost an hour. I'm happy to report that the second study I mentioned had been has been replicated and the results are not completely replicable. Several studies uh, reported the opposite finding. It's crazy how the media picks and chooses and ails me to wonder how much big pharma controls the news. Mm -hmm. Majority of newer studies agree that especially for very important, especially for children who have an immediate relative uh, with eczema slash topic dermatitis application of Vaseline or sunflower oil reduces the chance of the baby developing it. The reduction seems to be between 30 and 50%, which is impressive and very important when you tie in the fact that eczema is associated with the, uh, with other autoimmune issues later in life. Uh, as I was reading different articles, I learned a few surprise newer recommendations from the American Academy of Pediatrics the, and the equivalent in other countries. Only bathe baby three times a week or less. Whoops. Don't use bubble bath or excessive suds. We're okay on that. Use pH neutral soap sparingly. Do, is our there, is there soap neutral with its pH? I don't know. I find this crazy because you and many parents in the U.S. give babies and young kids bath every night as part of a routine. I know Henry loves his bath and it's been a great routine for all of you. So I, would say you, I wouldn't say you should stop it, but maybe just get more vigilant about a skincare routine. Dory's on a skincare rampage right now. Uh, I know pH neutral soap is big in Europe, but I have not seen many labels in the States. I have no idea how you'd know that if it's labeled unless you test it with OH strips, which sounds like a lot to expect from anyone. <laughs> Although, you know what? I'm into it. I'll test it. I like it. It's like when I test the pool for pH level. Oh, yeah. Uh, Wait, well, wait, wait. No, sorry.
2: We are... the The one we're using, I think... Has a neutral pH.
0: Well, thank God. It's mm-hmm. <laughs> really getting to the bottom of this.
2: Uh, keep reading.
0: There's nothing else to read about oh, email. Sorry, Your email's done.
2: Okay, sorry. I, I got. I got.
0: I just thought maybe we should take a beat and discuss the email.
2: Sidetracked. by...
0: This is sort of what I think. By the way. You know, I think that the, the I, I maybe Big Pharma has programmed my brain. Mm-hmm. No, wait, I'm the opposite. Right? What I'm saying is put nothing on the baby. Yeah, I and don't... I'm, we I, tried that. I'm, 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 we
2: tried that, and it was not great for him.
0: I am, quote, unquote, uh, 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 an old-timey lunatic. That's, that's what I am. I'm not in Big Pharma's pocket. I'm in the pocket of... Toughen up the skin. Get, get him out in the sun.
2: Yeah, that, I, I don't. I don't think that's a good idea.
0: Well, look, I am such a tan, smooth skinned baby. I know. As a man, but,
2: you know your your son and I.
0: Yeah. I, I, again, I'm going to reiterate the following: uh, our son uh, seems to have none of my traits in all of Dory's.
2: That is not true.
0: Again, I don't know if they got the right sperm.
2: Uh, did they get my sperm?
0: <laughs> they got your egg. Mm-hmm. So that's good.
2: Yeah, I think he's your son.
0: He doesn't feel. He doesn't. He doesn't like. Seem to be as um, Mediterranean as me.
2: He does seem to have gotten the pale eastern european yeah
0: but it's like i mean all the ashkenazi jews don't you guys live in the fucking desert shouldn't you have a no, no, tan no, no. shouldn't you tan up
2: those are sephardic jews i
0: know but aren't you guys like uh, i mean how long have you guys been in, in israel
2: since you know 30s 40s
0: oh just not the about 1930s long. yeah since right before israel became a thing yep well then it's need a few more generations to get this sun into us yeah sorry about that it's okay um it's not your fault okay it's henry's fault <laughs>
2: Um, yeah, so we discussed this with his, with the doctor on Friday, and, you know, in addition to keeping him out of the heat, it's been very hot here. Today is the first not super hot day. Um, she suggested that we use the cortisone cream twice a day, followed by an emollient. So I've been doing that, and it does seem to be helping. I mean, he is a greasy little baby when I finish, but...
0: (laughs) He is a, like, it's like we dipped him in baby oil or something. It's very strange. (laughs)
2: Because I put the cortisone cream on first and then I, you know, put a balm on top of it. So it's like, he's so slick by the time I finish. Um, but it seems to be helping. He's, his, his back and his stomach do look a lot better.
0: Yeah. I mean, but then like, are we locked into this forever?
2: No, she said do it for a week.
0: Oh, Okay. Because I thought we were doing it forever. No. I, I think very confused. I think
2: we should do the bomb forever, but I don't Whoa. think we need to do the cortisone. We, we can't just
0: have this kid on a bomb forever. It? Then he's like, hey, we, 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 sorry, son. This is what you must do now for the rest of your life. Honey, bomb it.
2: He's a baby.
0: I know, but you said forever.
2: Well, for the time being.
0: Interesting. This is a very interesting to me, guys. I don't know how to raise a baby, obviously. I think <laughs> you're finding that out as we listen. Uh, we had another email from Anne. Wait, I'm going to play voicemail first. Oh, sure. It doesn't say that in here. I but... know.
2: I added them later, after I emailed you the mm. notes.
1: Hey, Matt and Dory. This is Jeff from Minnesota. So, um, I wanted to pause the pod when you guys started talking about uh, Bomba's peanut snacks, but um, I was driving, and... Now I've reached my destination and you started talking about um, biking in Minnesota, and so now I have two topics to touch on. Um, Bomba peanut puffs, my baby loves them too. I'm going to tell you, buy them at Target. Um, I know Trader Joe's carries a line that's specifically packaged with the Trader Joe's name on it, but then they can charge like six bucks a bag because of it. Uh, You'll find them at Target for $1.99 a bag.
2: You're and
0: gonna,
1: you can order them online. Pause for a second. Or if you have, uh, uh,
0: t- you're going to lose your mind because in California, the bomba that is sold at Trader Joe's is ninety nine cents a bag.
2: Yeah, I didn't know. I, like, I thought this was interesting. It
0: depa- I think it depends on ge- like all their shipping, all this shit. Like where uh, geographically, which Trader Joe's they're going to, and how much the stuff's going to cost.
2: Yeah, because I was like, huh. I- I always thought the Bomba Trader Joe's was
0: was cheap. It's super cheap okay. here, in here in California. And by the way, I never get it. Like I went to the Ralph's today, which is our. If you're not a California local, it's like it's like uh, our version of Kroger's, or uh, I mean, it is a Kroger, but uh, Safeway, Safeway, Market Basket, Demoulis Market Basket, Style Market, Stop and Shop. That's our Ralph's. Um, <clears throat> so.
2: It's like Piggly a regular Wiggly. regular grocery store, not, not like, you not know. Not a fancy. Not a fancy grocery store. Of
0: course, store. why would it be fancy? His named Ralph. <laughs> um, so uh, they were sold out of <gasps> all bomba. What? Well, not all. I mean, yeah, they had the other flavors of things that that company makes,
2: but oh.
0: cleared out of bomba. Whoa. And then I was like, well, I should just go to Trader Joe's. But then I was like, it's Sunday. I'm not parking at Trader Joe's. No,
2: that's a recipe for disaster.
0: So I just went home. Oh, Sad story. It's like I would love to be able to go to Trader Joe's at some point. You know, and get it. But the, I can't. The Trader, Trader Joe's, Joe's does not Instacart. Trader Joe's doesn't deliver. I'm just going to keep there's, thudding yeah. the spring that's making that noise.
2: Um, the Trader Joe's that you're talking about is a parking scape hellhole. But there is another Trader Joe's that actually has a decent parking lot that is near our
0: house. Literally, no such thing.
2: I will show it to you.
0: There's literally no such I will thing. Show
2: it to you. All right, we need to take another short break.
0: We'll be right back. Guys, Dory let the cat out of the bag. She told me which Trader Joe's it is, and uh, I'm pretty sure she did it so no one else would park there. <laughs> Off the air, I got some info. I'm going to try this other uh, TJ's out and let you all know if she was correct or not. I literally would just go in there, buy, I don't know, 10 bags of Bomba and call it a day.
2: Wow, that's a lot.
0: Well, you know, Henry goes through probably four to five tiny pieces of Bamba a day. Sure. And then I have the rest. Hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Annie wrote a question asking, uh, they're they're listening to the back episodes, and they were talking about Amy and and Hannah, who we had on way back when, guests of episode 15, and uh, they experienced a lot of the same things, especially when picking a donor, and... uh, Did we ever update them? I remember, by the way, I think back to that episode, and the audio on that episode is not my favorite.
1: Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com/pack for free shipping and 365
2: day returns.
0: Quality no, audio. We, we and kinda, it really bums me out. We fucked that up. <laughs> so,
2: um, Amy and Hannah had twins.
0: Yes, that is true.
2: So, there's the update on Amy and Hannah. I believe they're about a year
0: old now. This is unbelievable. Should we interview the babies? Maybe. See what they're doing? They're
2: very cute. I see them on Facebook.
0: Uh, well, there's your update. How are you guys doing, Annie? Let us know.
2: Yeah. Give us the update. All right. Another voicemail.
3: Hey, Matt and Dory. Just wanted to pause the pod and say take all the photos. It takes like an hour. And it's not a big deal, and, you know, at first, yeah, the the first newborn photos are great. Six months is perfect. Then do a year, do two years, three years, if you want to go half a year in between. It's really important to to just have them, And, and it's wonderful to look back on, and you can't take it back, and you can't, you know, do it over again. So just... Take the photos. Get the photographer. It's awesome. You have someone you like already. And, um, yeah, I enjoy you guys so much. And keep on keeping on. It's really hard. And I live in Colorado in 1,800 square feet. Husky and a five-and-a-half-year-old and my husband. And that's it. That's all we're doing. <laughs> Just dad. having a
0: husky and a husband? Oh, I see. Bye uh thank you uh but you know i like i just pulled up our my lightroom i opened up lightroom on my computer just to be like girl i take photos well because you
2: were complaining last week about that we had the photography session
0: i know but you should be mostly because i do have i do take pictures of our boy a lot you know even when dory's not home i'm taking pictures ready i think i got some in here oh yeah here he goes trying to crawl down the hall I don't know what he's looking at there. He was so tired. Then he was like, I'm going to go that way. Then I turned him around. Then he tried to find Dad. Then he was like, well, Mom's got to be in here. So he tried to go to her room.
2: (laughs) Her room. It's our room.
0: (laughs) Well, I say her room because that between the door and the door is your closet. Yeah, that's true. Um, Oh. (laughs) Dory's just looking at some pictures of Henry. Oh, that's one I liked. <laughs>
2: oh, bud.
0: See, look at this guy. I take pictures all the time of our baby. Bet you didn't even know it. Although I send some to you here and there.
2: Yeah. <coughs> oh. Um, well, anyway,
0: cute. Dory just looked at some photos. Uh, okay, but look, yeah. Of course, when I'm taking them, I'm never in them. Exactly.
2: So it's nice to get family photos. All right. This is from Anna. She writes Hi.
0: Hi.
2: I am a nice German.
0: Don't believe you, Anna.
2: Matt sent out a call for us (laughs) to show ourselves, and here I am raising my anonymous virtual hand. Oh, wait. I guess she was supposed to be anonymous? No. She didn't say that. In case you require more evidence for the submission to count towards your assessment of mm-hmm. German niceness, here is some supplementary material. One, proof of Germanness. In addition to my <laughs> shiny wine-red passport, I offer the following. I like filling out forms and efficiency. Wow, well, I love efficiency. I too. get extremely annoyed if a train is five minutes behind schedule. I drive 160 kilometers an hour on the Autobahn.
0: That is my kind of German.
2: I make strudel in the spring, oh. flaunkuchen in the late summer, Zim Stern at Christmas. <laughs> I've never worn socks and sandals, but my husband has. <laughs> Two, proof yeah. of niceness. Okay. I'm a pediatric resident. Oh. I take care of super sick kids on our Peds onc ward. Mm-hmm. Oh, oncology. When my friends have a cold, I make them broth. When my friends reproduce, I throw them baby showers. <laughs> when my friends get dumped, I get them drunk. I visit all of my husband's elderly relatives at their various nursing homes, and they're wow. a lot... I recycle. Not really a valid point since it's mandatory (laughs) in Germany to split your trash into four different bins. I shop at a packaging-free supermarket. Oh,
0: that's cool.
2: I leave nice notes for our cleaning lady. Oh,
0: that's
2: I bake cookies for the nurses. I don't yell at people on bikes at cross stops. (laughs) Not sure what's wrong with that lady, especially since everyone I know here, from the director of the hospital to the janitor, uses the bike as their basic and most common mode of transport and don't have super fancy bikes or special outfits. (laughs) Seriously, I take the bike to and from work to the grocery store, to the dentist, to the gym, etc., How could I put on a special biking outfit for every errand? I would have to live in the outfit. So what happened? Did that lady move to the U.S. and suddenly get super weird and intense about biking? (laughs) What's up with that? Super curious how and when people are putting on special biking outfits in the U.S. It
0: seems to happen a lot in the United States, by the way. It's bizarre to me.
2: Do you change at work and again after? What about a quick run to the pharmacy or the corner butcher? So confused. There are a lot of corner butchers
0: in Germany, by the way. Well, there are corner butchers here, too. Not as many. Well, there's two. Go to the farmer's market. There's three corners with butchers <sighs> oh, in it. That's true.
2: So confused. Please explain. Well. Also. Yeah. Have you considered that she might have been Swiss German mm. or Austrian?
0: That's, you're putting words into Anna's mouth. I right? am. Uh, I did not consider Swiss German. Austrian, I don't think so. I don't know, but let's go back to this whole biking outfit thing. I, I, I like biking to work in Los Angeles. I mean, I don't. It's I don't know how many people do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it's not like I'm. I would say like when I'm riding my bike down the main drag, Ventura Boulevard, which is like the way I get most. That's how I get west to Culver City. I will encounter in that span of I think that's like I'm on that I'm on that for like 5 miles and I will encounter in that 5 mile span maybe four bicyclists.
2: Wow. You know, it
0: And that's a and that is a that is a quite a thoroughfare with a bike lane, so you would I would expect to see more.
2: Right, but you do bike at off hours.
0: Uh I don't bike home at off hours. That's true. Are you
2: gonna bike ever again? It makes I was gonna me bike really tomorrow. Sad. Okay, good. Whew.
0: But now that I'm hearing this email, maybe I won't. What? I need a special outfit. I'm American. No. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, but I, you know, the bikes... <laughs> every, I don't understand it. Like honestly, because they sell bike shorts that, like, go on under your actual pants, like. Pads for your taint, I guess, is what I'm saying. Oh, <laughs> and you don't have to wear spandex. It's not like we're trying to make a leg of the Tour de France here. We're not shaving seconds off our bike commute.
2: Mm, maybe we're you're stopping
0: not. at red lights. I don't like. I really don't understand people that full on like, and also like, you look ridiculous. Yeah, not that I don't, but like no, I when hear, I bike I to work, that. I I put on uh. A bike sh- layer, bike short layer, and then I throw in like basketball shorts. Well, and I bring my regular work clothes to work, and I do change.
2: Listen, anonymous has uh, some some thoughts about people who wear biking biking clothes. Okay, thank I you. used to work in an office where the boss, an avid cyclist, would occasionally strip down to his birthday suit while in one-on-one meetings with female subordinates to quote change into his lycra.
0: Jesus Christ,
2: gross. Just wanted to add my anecdote to your all cyclists are terrible, probably data set. Much love to you, Bo and Henry
0: added and ugh. Ugh.
2: I hope he got fired and sued
0: or at the very least uh, lost his taint in an accident. Ew. <laughs>
2: <laughs> all right. This next email is from Kelsey. Um, and she wanted to write in about the listener thinking of getting two puppies. That was Christopher Fonagy's uh, voicemail last yes. week. On a flight, I recently watched Life in the Doghouse, a documentary about a couple who saves and fosters a ton of dogs that are scheduled to be euthanize and finds a new home. New Homes. I also watched this
0: documentary. Mm-hmm. Oh, it sounds like it's going to be a real tear-jerker.
2: Tear-inducing for both heartwarming and heartbreaking reasons. Anyways, this made me want to adopt all the dogs, and yeah. I would like to suggest that the listener explore adopting a bonded pair from a shelter. Oh, that's interesting. These dogs have a harder time finding homes because people just want one dog. You know they get along together and would require way less training than two puppies. Seems like most of the time these pairs find their way to shelters due to owners dying or having medical issues rather than being there for being, quote, difficult. <laughs>
0: that is some good advice from Kelsey I I like like it Christopher Finnegg are you listening
2: and she's two adults and a feisty rescue dog in 700 square feet in the San Francisco Bay Area
0: I don't know what I would do with 700 square feet I I mean it would just be piles
2: you'd have to get rid of a couple guitars it'd be just piles yeah Henry would be sleeping on piles uh mel wanted to let us know that the most recent episode of jonathan van ness's podcast getting curious with jonathan van ness features nancy burt the winner of season five who has lots of insight slash goss in the production of bake off including her take on the ice cream slash baked alaska, and alaska. <laughs> it's a good that lesson. was a classic i it believe was. there was
0: some buzzfeed article that crossed the pond i think really
2: um and she is mel in an 88 square meter converted factory apartment with two adults in Sydney, Australia. No, not near Bondi.
0: <laughs> Are you near Babe and Bondi? I don't know. Babe and Bondi?
2: Babe and Bondi.
0: They, could, they travel. So.
2: Um, I'm not going to read this whole email, but Chris Diebel wrote yes. in to Chris recommend... Chris Diebel,
0: President Circle. Hang on. He's a lieutenant and President Circle member for the Star wow. Trek The Next Conversation podcast.
2: Um, he wanted to suggest using a VPN.
0: I have one. And uh, they, 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 they've changed something with BBC iPlayer. Oh. Uh, so I'd need to like have a registered British TV license. What? Maybe I should just get one from my sister. Oh, good idea. It's <laughs> interesting. Interesting discussion. My um, sister lives in England.
2: Chris Deibel is in Kalamazoo.
0: Oh, home of the old Gibson factory and heritage guitars.
2: And wasn't there something about celery in Kalamazoo?
0: Yes. Right? Yeah. If you listen to uh, Proof. Proof, the great, great, great podcast from America's Test Kitchen. Um,
2: and he is in 3,450 square feet with two adults, a tween, a pre-tween, and a dog, Ari. And they need all that extra square footage to store all those damn winter clothes and damn winter gear. And needing space to spend months inside with a family of five without killing each other.
0: I, you know, I also like, I've thought about going to use these, this, <laughs> I actually almost signed up for NordVPN once and oh. they just had a data breach. Ew. Check awesome. your data, Chris.
2: Um. Okay. So we have another request from Rachel for Vegas recommendations. Okay. Let's hear it. She wants to know, Matt, what do yes. you recommend that we a hundred percent do while we're there? She's going in January.
0: Uh, I feel like
2: we've answered this 1,000
0: times. No, I don't... Don't don't discourage anyone from writing in about my favorite place. That's just mean. Okay. Hi. Look, Rachel. I have questions for you. Oh, What do you like to get up to? Here we go. There's so many different things to do. Like, are you guys like... What if you guys are, like, into nature? Then I would suggest taking a half a day and driving out to the Grand Canyon. Taking a look at that. Taking a look at the Hoover Dam. Are you into infrastructure mm. and the powering of a of a valley?
2: Mm. The
0: Hoover Dam is a sight to behold.
2: I'd like to go to the Hoover Dam.
0: Uh, now, let's talk about... Uh, other must-dos, I would say, you know, you, you find that good, good, good restaurant, you know, maybe it's like, um, maybe it's uh, Gordon Ramsay Steak, or maybe it's uh, uh, Gordon Ramsay's Steak, or uh, <laughs> I like literally blanking, right? Prime is good. Uh, you sort of figure out what kind of food you guys want to have when you're there, and you make the reservation for one really nice restaurant. Uh, and treat yourself to a lovely dinner and some nineteen dollar cocktails. Uh, and I would highly recommend if they like if you like the Beatles at all, I would say please go see the Beatles Love the Circus du Soleil show over at the Mirage. It's great; I've seen it twice. Um, and uh, I've heard great things about the Mob Museum, and I've never gone. Oh yeah. So. It might be a, you. You might want to check that out for us and let us know if it was worth it. But uh, my favorite, if you're if you're like if you like playing blackjack, I would say the cheapest best places to do it: New York, New York, and the Cromwell has some great blackjack tables. So those, that's my two recommendations. There, video poker. You want to play some video poker? Um, Caesars. There's a little food court in Caesars in the casino, over by Gordon Ramsay Pub and Grill. Uh, they have like this whole like side area next to that food court that's full of banks of, of uh, video poker and I've, I've enjoyed it there. There you go. Okay. There you go. A quick rundown.
2: All right. Um, Matt, this is another question for you. Yes. Hi from anonymous. I'm going to Canada in a few weeks and as part of a hotel package, I'm getting a slot machine voucher. (laughs) I have for some time wondered if Matt could explain to me how best, Strategy,
0: if any, if mm. any,
2: to do the slots. The one and only time I was in Vegas, I was confused by all the choices of machines, amount to wager. How the hell can I tell that I actually won? Besides the fact it makes noise, I was thinking of doing some research on the Google, but then realized Matt could probably uh, provide some great advice. Well, you know, and she's uh, in sixteen fifty-eight square feet, one husband, one child.
0: I would actually there's a there's a there's a YouTube channel, American Casino Guide, uh, that is. Um, has a lot of videos about like best strategy for slots and uh the the i guess the best tips are you just make sure you enjoy it because chances are you're not gonna win money sure the other thing to do is you don't have to max bet unless you're at a machine with a progressive jackpot where you need to bet the maximum to be eligible to win the jackpot. Mm. Um, so you can stretch that money out a little longer. And, you know, the re- the best rule of thumb to think about when you're watching any of these slot machines go down, you don't know if you win or anything, just that you're looking to match three like symbols up in the first three reels. If you're playing the larger video ones, um, you know, they might have as many five to seven reels. And uh, really, but you don't care about, if, if nothing is matching in the first three, you, you don't care. Because nothing—it's not going to pay you anything. Mm-hmm. So unless you're playing a different, like there's, there are other machines that pay them, like the Sons of Anarchy machine. Mm-hmm. will play with three next to each other all over the board, which is why I love that machine. But good luck finding that anymore. There's still one t- in downtown Vegas. Hmm. Maybe I should post this podcast and head over there right now. Oh, be right back.
2: Wait, what? <laughs>
0: Uh, but yeah I'm very curious which Canadian casino are you going to I love Canadian but also go to the watch the American Casino Guide channel on YouTube they have a lot of slot machine videos oh some of them with my favorite guy the Wizard of Odds
2: (laughs) that is pretty good All right, we have one last voicemail ready
0: Mm
3: mhm hi my name is I'm a senior citizen in Atlantic City we're coming to the Arden Theater and would like to come to your uh, restaurant for lunch,
0: oh but my one of us God. would like
3: to have a salad for lunch. So I didn't know if you had to accommodate that. So my phone number. Beep.
0: No, you can't play that. They didn't know they were calling into a podcast. They That's called the phone. wrong number, honey. And
2: um, was such a do sweet voice. I would
3: appreciate if someone would call me. Bye bye.
0: <laughs> no.
2: Where do you think she wanted to go?
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm editing that out. Oh okay. There like are laws about that. What? Like, you can't, if they think they're call like, if they love a voicemail and think they're calling somebody else, I can't play it.
2: Okay, fine.
0: <laughs> it's very sweet that an old lady called us going to Atlantic City.
2: No, she's not going to Atlantic City. She lives in Atlantic
0: City. Whoa, she's cool. Yeah. But still.
2: Now, the Arden Theater is in Philadelphia. I think she meant to put in 215, the Philadelphia area code, but she put in 413.
0: Well, I Wonder hope what? she gets her salad.
2: 215... Four six one. What's baby? What's our what's our actual number? Wait, it should be right here. Oh yes, two 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 nine. Hmm. Nope. I don't know who she was trying to call.
0: What is our area code?
2: Four one three, which is the Berkshires.
0: Oh, maybe she's heading out to the Berkshires.
2: Is there an Arden Theater in the Berkshires? I don't
0: know. There's Arden theaters all over the place, aren't there?
2: I think she was going to Philadelphia. Okay. Is my guess. Well, I hope
0: she gets her salad.
2: I really
0: do too. People are confused because I'm not playing the voicemail. Dory played a voicemail. Someone <laughs> left the wrong number. A phone call for us who sounded like a very sweet old woman who uh, wanted to have salad. salad for lunch and wanted to know if they could accommodate the salad.
2: Near near uh, the Arden Theater. Yeah. And she said she was from Atlantic City. So I I, I assume she meant the Arden Theater in Philadelphia. How she ended up calling our number, I don't know. All right. Okay. Listen.
0: Uh, look, if you want more of this hot, hot action, <laughs> you can head over to the Patreon. You can get some bonus episodes over there. Patreon.com forward slash Excellent Adventure. You help us with the podcast. This is not a uh, venture of, uh, of of freeness. You know, you got to pay a server. You got to you gotta deal with all these uh, costs that are associated with equipment, etc. cetera. And uh, those who support us on the Patreon are actually helping to make this podcast happen. And as a thank you for those people supporting us, we give them extra podcasts every month, two a month. Uh, we got to record those uh, post-haste. Yeah, we do. Uh, So a big thank you to everybody who supports us. If you're at the $5 level or above, you'll get your name read on the podcast every month. So thank you to the following wonderful people. Eliza, Elizabeth, Elliot, Anaya, Gita Drury, Greer Watson, Greta, Holly Purpora, Jackie Spagnuolo, Jane Ennis, Jennifer Solomon, Jennifer T. Brennan, Jenny Fick, Joanna Reinwald, Jordan Hamesley, Kaylee Hendrickson, Karen Perlman, Katie Crumb pitchard Katie Joyner, Katie McKenzie, Carrie L., Kristen Anderson, Laura, Laura Bennett, Lauren K. Lauren Schultz, Lynn Nugent, M. Upcher, Madeline Deathliff's, Mara Foss, Maria Bishop, Mary M., Mary Messick, Megan Drury, Melanie Bronbeck, Michelle Chadzinski, Nancy Olson, Narantha Gopal, Olga Zid I'm sorry, Olga Zid why, why can't I say this name right now? Zilstra? There you go. Rebecca Dawson, Rob Bean, Robin Beeks, Samantha, Sarah Sarah Lauer, Sasha B, Satish Palalamari. Shauna Mandel, Sir Reginald Penny Bottom, The Ryerson's, Tiffany Stevens, and Wendy Fick. Thank you all so much for listening to the show. If you would like a salad, please call. All right. Bye.